All right, everybody, this is Aaron Brightman, host and co-founder of the Scarlet Faithful of the Full Ride Network. Thanks so much for joining me to start the week on Monday. Going to try something new here. Uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to try to put out a daily podcast. How long that's going to be, what it's going to cover is just going to be determined. Uh, the news of the day, also just specific topics and themes I kind of want to riff on. And then I'll also have, you know, continued episodes with uh, guests and um, more kind of thorough analysis on one subject. But, um, you know, I just thought it'd be something fun to try, something different. Uh, I don't think anyone really does that in the Rutgers world. And um, just another way to kind of get content out for the Scarlet Faithful, for those of you that uh, like the videos, like the podcasts, and I appreciate all that. So uh, always open to feedback and ideas as well. So you can reach me on Twitter. Aaron underscore Brightman, uh, my email, brightmanaaron at gmail.com, and uh, obviously commenting on the scarletfaithful.com directly. So, wanted to cover a few things today. It was kind of a busy weekend, actually, even though we are in May now. Uh, first, notably with baseball, Chris Brito breaking the program's uh, home run record at his 43rd of his career, hit a grand slam on Friday against Penn State, hit a uh, home run in the fifth inning on Sunday. Rutgers swept Penn State combined 26-3, 26-2-3. They outscored Penn State. Uh, huge win for Rutgers. 15 of 18 now. They've won five in a row. They're now 11-7 and in the Big Ten uh, and sole possession at third place. Only two games behind Maryland, uh, who they lost uh, two out of three earlier this year. Uh, so two series to go. They have Illinois at home this weekend. They have a break this week. No midweek games. Illinois at home for the last three of the regular season. And then they're at Minnesota the following weekend. Uh, both teams are ahead of in the standings. So real chance here to finish third place, possibly better. I don't think they'll get, catch Maryland per se, but um, Indiana's one game ahead of them in second. But, you know, there's a four-way tie, one game behind them for fifth place. So could finish anywhere, uh, you know, I'd say from – probably second to eighth right now. Uh, but it's probably no matter what happens, it's going to come down to the Big Ten tournament in terms of their NCAA tournament chances. They started pretty slow this year. They were 15 and 15. They're now 30 and 18. Uh, they're playing much better now. It's really pitching the consistency when uh, Steve Owens changed the rotation. Now true freshman Christian Coppola is uh, the Friday ace. And uh, he's been dominant three of his last four appearances. He had uh, seven innings, 13 strikeouts on Friday. And then you had Drew Conover, who kind of shifted a little bit. Uh, it was transitioning uh, MLB draft pick last year, transitioning to the starter. Went back to the bullpen a little bit. He's now the number two starter, and he pitched seven scoreless on Saturday. So they're both starting to click. The bullpen's starting to click. Uh, you had Ben Gorski get a sixth save on Sunday, four scoreless innings. So the team is starting around to form. Uh, Chris Brito and uh, Ryan Lasco started a little slow. They're hitting really well. I really like Josh Carota-Grauer uh, in the leadoff spot. Uh, Jordan Sweeney's had some clutch hits. So I'm really excited to see what this team can do this month. Uh, and I think they have a shot. They have a shot to win the Big Ten tournament, which would be really sweet, not only for the program, just in terms of those guys that have been with the program for a few years, but just to get a little bit of redemption after last year based on, uh, you know, for what many people outside of the Rutgers world said was a snub for the NCAA tournament. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Softball finished their regular season, uh, their best regular season in quite a while. They're 32 and 24. They finished 9 and 14 in Big Ten play. But on Saturday, they beat Big Ten champs Northwestern, their first ranked victory in 11 years. So, Kristen Butler's team certainly, uh, you know, having their best year. 
uh, in quite a while. And uh, they're now the 11th seed in the Big Ten tournament. They play Ohio State on Wednesday. Uh, they actually uh, lost the series to Ohio State uh, two out of one, uh, two out of three, uh, but lost that third decider game uh, in extra innings. So, and the, their other loss was by one run. So that should be a very competitive single elimination. Uh, so anything could happen, and uh, it would be great to see softball make a run. Those of you that might not have been aware, lacrosse, both men's and women's lacrosse, unfortunately, their seasons are over. Uh, NCAA Tournament Selection Committee, uh, and, and not surprising, by the way, Rutgers men's lacrosse not making it after their loss to Maryland in the Big Ten Tournament last week. Uh, eight and six overall, uh, really struggled in Big Ten play, only won once. Uh, they were seven and one in non-conference play. Uh, it was just a lot of injuries piled up. Brian Cameron specifically was a huge loss for Rutgers. He, he missed about three games, I believe. He was a huge part of their scoring attack. And uh, I think that, you know, overall just depth caught up with him a little bit. And uh, they weren't able to, to power through. They had a kind of a tough loss to Ohio State in the middle of Big Ten play. That really hurt them. So uh, they're ranked 16th in the country, but uh, not going to the NCAA tournament after two consecutive years, the final eight, and then also, of course, the final four last year. But Coach Brian Brecht has a lot uh, of talent returning. He's hit the transfer, transfer portal pretty well the last few years, uh, has a, a pretty good uh, recruiting class coming in. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they respond. But, um, you know, they've been a winning program for a long time now, and I expect them to respond in a really positive way. Men's uh, Women's across really crazy season, uh, high expectations coming in, started 3-0, uh, kind of really struggled in the middle part of their schedule, very hard schedule, a lot of ranked teams, ended up 4-7, and seven, and then won four of their last five, going into the semifinals on Thursday against uh, Maryland, uh, did not win that game, lost 11-8, to eight. Uh, and, you know, RPI-wise, uh, there were 15 going into that game, you know, women's lacrosse, men's lacrosse only has 18 teams in the tournament, Women's across has 29. So women's across, if they had one more win, would be going to the NCAA tournament. They have a losing record, 8-9, so they're ineligible. They had a, a game against Johns Hopkins this year. They're winning by five goals and gave up six in a row for the loss. That's going to haunt them for a while. Uh, but they did the same thing to Johns Hopkins in the Big Ten uh, uh, tournament. Not exactly that kind of run. Uh, they did that to Ohio State. They were down five and one by one. Uh, but Johns Hopkins, they outlasted to get to the semifinals, um, but unfortunately fell just short. Uh, you know, a lot of talent still there. Uh, Cassidy Spillis and Megan Ball were uh, tremendous as always. Uh, really, I think, uh, felt the loss of T.T. Naslonski, the all-time points leader, uh, this past year. Not there, obviously. And, um, you know, pretty youthful team that I think has a lot of talent that will get better. Um, but it's going to take a little bit of time. And uh, Melissa Lehman's been fantastic at Rutgers since she's been there, and I expect them to bounce back and, and reload even more so uh, back in the NCAA tournament next year. So wanted to talk a couple more topics uh, in terms of hoops and basket, uh, basketball and football. Let's start with football. Football had a pretty uh, busy weekend, actually, in terms of uh, recruiting news. Uh, first off, on Friday, uh, you had a commitment um, from a receiver uh, in North Carolina, uh, and this is uh, Isaiah Crumpler. So you may recognize the last name. Uh, his father uh, is Carl Lester Crumpler Sr., uh, legend at East Carolina. Uh, and uh, I have family that went there and uh, know him very well in terms of uh, what he meant to that football program. Uh, and then uh, he had two sons, uh, Carl Lester Crumpler and Algie Crumpler, both played in the NFL just like uh, – 
Carl Lester Sr. Algie Crumpler, you know, probably, uh, I mean, 12 years in the NFL, uh, great tight end, uh, all pro multiple years. Uh, so Carl Lester uh, Jr. and Algie uh, played um, six and 12 years respectively in the NFL. And now you have Isaiah, their younger, younger brother, uh, who's coming up the ranks. Uh, you know, he his only other D, uh, power five offer was Duke, um, but he's a, a part of recruiting, you know, he's a three sport athlete. So he's basketball, football, track, uh, a lot of recruiting rankings and all that. It's about the camps you go to. It's about, uh, kind of being football full time. Uh, and I think that, you know, he might be a steal. Uh, he's a super speedy receiver. Uh, he's got pretty good numbers down there in, in North Carolina and, um, you know, on film, I mean, he looks, he looks good. He looks good. He's a high three star ra uh, rated, uh, prospect, uh, on three actually has him as four stars. So, he could rise through the rankings as top 500 recruit regardless. So uh, I think he could end up being a steal for them and uh, really good momentum there. And then also the next day, Caden Brown, um, who's an edge uh, rusher from uh, Erasmus Hall, Brooklyn, New York, who Rutgers has a ton of familiarity, ton of connections with, uh, just had uh, Aaron Cruikshank, uh, Sean Ryan, and uh, Christian Izian, uh, for, all from Erasmus Hall. Sorry, it's Monday, Erasmus Hall. Uh, in Brooklyn uh, and make uh, it all got undrafted free agent deals in the NFL after uh, the draft last weekend. Uh, and then you have Moses Walker and uh, Kassan Abraham still on the roster. Uh, so Caden Brown could be the next. Uh, he's a, a high three-star, four-star uh, edge rusher um, and uh, put Rutgers in his final four, uh, all Big Ten schools. Michigan State, Penn State, Maryland, and Rutgers. He has an official schedule for Rutgers in June, which is great news. So I think the hope is that when he comes in June and, and, and visits, they can lock him down. He would be a big addition to the uh, to the 24 recruiting class, which, by the way, is trending pretty well right now, uh, ranked 26 nationally by 24-7 sports composite rankings. Obviously, it's early. Obviously, um, you know, they don't have a lot of top-heavy in terms of top-rated recruits. Um but, you know, getting Crumpler helped. He's their second uh, highest rated recruit right now. Um, you know, and I, I like where they're at at the top. I think, uh, you know, Gabe Winowich from uh, Detroit, the four-star guy from Michigan. Uh, you have A.J. Cerise, the quarterback. I think you just need more of those kind of guys uh, for the class to round out. Um, but I think that that top of the class right now is looking really good. Uh, and, you know, obviously, Caden Brown would be a huge addition to that. Also, Case, uh, Kaj Sanders. Uh, the athlete from Bergen Catholic, uh, I could be a defensive back or wide receiver. He listed them in their top 10. So he's a high three-star, uh, four-star as well. Um, he's committing in July. He set visits, uh, five visits, um, one of which is not Rutgers, but he told Brian Doan that he's going to visit, take an official to Rutgers as well. So hopefully, uh, you know, that will happen and Rutgers has a shot there. So um, I'll do more on uh, football uh, later this week, but I uh, wanted to just touch on that. And then the last thing I think today I wanted to touch on is uh, the date to know this week is Thursday. Thursday, May 11th is the deadline for uh, college basketball players to enter the portal to be eligible for next season. Why do I say that? I'm sure if you're listening or watching this, you follow Rutgers Sports pretty closely. Uh, and you know, it's been, uh, kind of, it's, it's out there at this point on social media, uh, message boards. I know, uh, the guys who kind of uh, broke the story on, uh, uh, rivals, uh, the night report, Richie Schneiderite and Mike Broadbent, 
thoughts about it on their podcast yesterday about uh, the rumors about Mawat Mag potentially entering the transfer portal. Obviously, um, you know, nothing's uh, official out there. Uh, from what I'm being told, it does sound like uh, it was a um, maybe not a false alarm, but uh, as of now, status quo, he's going to be uh, at Rutgers. So, uh, of course, uh, anything could change, uh, as I've talked about on multiple uh, pod- podcasts recently, uh, recruiting in college basketball right now changes by the hour. Uh, so anything's possible. Uh, cross your fingers. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to speculate as to why, but um, I would just say that uh, obviously everything's fluid with recruiting. Rutgers, you know, overall, uh, despite some uh, publications saying it's hit a rough patch, which I kind of laughed at, tweeted on on Sunday. Uh, you know, listen, they've signed a top 50 transfer in I, um, Noah Fernandes in the last month. They've uh, verbally uh, got a verbal commitment from Lathan Somerville, who's uh, one of the having one of the best uh EYBL seasons um, of any prospect. I think rivals had him in the top 10 in terms of top performers so far in April. Um, now that the month is over, he committed uh, a week and a half ago. He's a top 100 recruit in the class of 24. You have Delpon Warren, another top 100 four-star recruit committed verbally. East Bailey is verbally committed. Dylan Harper is your top target. It's looking, I think, you know, if I had to bet, I would say he's, he's going to commit, although anything can change, like I said. Uh, I believe he's going to announce soon after the Peach Jam in, in July. So, you know, yes, Benadongo decommitted. Uh, yes, there's some questions with Cliff Omori. Is he going to come back? Yeah, he's going through the draft evaluation process. Uh, I wrote about last week that him and Caleb McConnell were invited to the G League uh, uh, elite camp. Uh, and if they do well enough, they'll get invited to the NBA draft combine later this week. So lots going on. Uh, you know, the roster is kind of still being constructed. Obviously, Moat Mag staying would be a huge part of that. And um, let's see what happens. So we'll be talking about that all week for sure. And, uh, you know, I think it's funny. College basketball has kind of turned into uh, similarly to uh, baseball, NFL, where the offseason is just as riveting uh, in, in some respects as, as the season. Uh, in terms of the news cycle now, everything going on. So a lot to talk about. Uh, I hope you liked this kind of first daily edition. Uh, like I said, it's going to – I'm kind of just experimenting, you know, see what happens uh, and, um, you know, uh, go from there. So I'll do something again on Tuesday. I'm going to put this out now Monday morning. I'm going to play around with the times, see what maybe works best for people. Uh, if you have any suggestions, you can hit me up, like I said, on Twitter, on my email, uh, Aaron on, uh, underscore Brightman on Twitter, uh, Brightman Aaron at Gmail from my email uh, on the site as well. Uh, hope you uh, read the Scarlet Faithful. And just to be clear, there was a little bit of confusion last week, um, you know, completely free, completely free to the reader, uh, completely free to fans, uh, all of my content. And if you ever have any trouble, you know, getting a link or whatever, uh, you know, as, as a startup, obviously, you know, there's been some trouble on social media here and there, but everything's been running really smoothly, uh, in 2023 since we started last July. And, um, you know, yes, there's going to be ads on the site, you know, and some people have said, uh, there's ads. Well, yeah, I mean, any site you go to these days, there's ads. Um, but we have a forum now, free forum, similar to the message boards. Check that out. I post things there as well. Um, and then, um, obviously on the site daily, uh, some things I talked about today in this podcast, you know, I have articles, 
on specifically. I'll have this posted on the site. Um, but I, you know, post probably two to three articles per day on the scarletfaithful.com. Uh, obviously, this is on my YouTube channel uh, and uh, podcasting, uh, wherever you access your podcasts available. Um, and just really appreciate all Rutgers fans who have supported me over the years. It's my eighth year now covering Rutgers sports. It's uh, now into my fourth decade as a fan uh, since I was six. I'm now 46. So dating myself. Uh, but as you can see from the video, if you're watching, uh, you probably tell. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening to this episode and uh, talk to you tomorrow.